Hello and welcome to Wee Storytime. My name is Nikki and today we'll be continuing with part four of The Twits by Roald Dahl. The house, the tree and the monkey cage. But that's enough of that. We can't go on forever. Watching these two disgusting people doing disgusting things to each other, we must get ahead with the story. Here is a picture of Mr. and Mrs. Twit's house and garden. Some house. It looks like a prison and not a window anywhere. Who wants windows? Mr. Twit had said when they were building it. Who wants every Tom, Dick and Harry peeping in to see what you're doing? It didn't occur to Mr. Twit that windows were not were that windows were meant mainly for looking out of, not looking into. And what do you think about that ghastly garden? Mrs. Twit was the gardener. She was very good at growing thistles and stinging nettles. I always grow plenty of spiky thistles and plenty of stinging nettles, nettles, she used to say. They keep out nasty, nosy little children. Near the house, you can see Mr. Twit's workshed. To one side, there is the big dead tree. It never has any leaves on it because it's dead. And not far from the tree, you can see the monkey cage. There are four monkeys in it. They belong to Mr. Twit. You will hear about them later. Hug tight, sticky glue. Once a week, on Wednesdays, the Twits had bird pie for supper. Mr. Twit caught the birds and Mrs. Twit cooked them. Mr. Twit was good at catching birds. On the day before bird pie day, he would put the ladder up against the big dead tree and climb into the branches with a bucket of glue and a paintbrush. The glue he used was something called Hugtite, and it was stickier than any other glue in all the world. He would paint it along the tops of all the branches and then go away. As the sun went down, birds would fly in from all around to roost for the night in the big dead tree. They didn't know, poor things, that the branches were all smeared with horrible Hugtite. The moment they landed on the branch, their feet stuck, and that was that. The next morning, which was bird pie day, Mr. Twit would climb up the ladder again and grab all the wretched birds that were stuck to the tree. It didn't matter what kind they were, song thrushes, blackbirds, sparrows, crows, little jenny wrens, robins, anything. They all went into the pot for Wednesday's bird pie supper. Four Sticky Little Boys on one Tuesday evening, after Mr. Twit had been up the ladder and smeared the tree with Hugtite, four little boys crept into the garden to look at the monkeys. They didn't care about the thistles and the stinging nettles, not when, they, not when there were monkeys to look at. After a while, they got tired of looking at the monkeys, so they explored further into the garden and found the ladder leaning against the big dead tree. They decided to climb up it just for fun. There's nothing wrong with that. The next morning, when Mr. Twit went out to collect the birds, he found four miserable little boys sitting in the tree, stuck as tight could be by the seats of their pants to the branches. There were no birds because of the presence of the boys had scared them away. Mr. Twit was furious. As there are no birds for my pie tonight, he shouted, then it'll have to be boys instead. He started to climb the ladder. Boy pie might be better than bird pie, he went on, grinning horribly. More meat, and not so many tiny little bones. Boys were terrified. He's going to boil us, cried one of them. 
He'll stew us alive, wailed, wailed the second one. He'll cook us with carrots, cried the third. But the fourth little boy, who had more sense than the others, whispered, Listen, I've just had an idea. We are only stuck by the seats of our pants. So quick, unbutton your pants and slip out of them and fall to the ground. Mr. Twit had reached the top of the ladder and was just about to grab for the nearest boy when they all suddenly tumbled out of the tree and ran for home with their naked bottoms winking at the sun. The Great Upside-Down Monkey Circus Now for the monkeys. The four monkeys in the cage in the garden were all one family. They were Mugglewump and his wife and their two small children. But what on earth were Mr. and Mrs. Twit doing with monkeys in their garden? Well, in the old days, they had both worked in a circus as monkey trainers. They used to teach monkeys to do tricks and to dress up in human clothes and to smoke pipes and all the rest of that nonsense. Today, although they were retired, Mr. Twit still wanted to train monkeys. It was his dream that one day he would own the first great upside-down monkey circus in the world. That meant that the monkeys had to do everything upside down. They had to dance upside down on their hands with their feet in the air. They had to play football upside down. They had to balance on top of one another upside down with Mugglewump at the bottom and the smallest baby monkey at the very top. They even had to eat and drink upside down. And that is not an easy thing to do because the food and water has to go up your throat instead of down it. In fact, it is almost impossible, but the monkeys simply had to do it, otherwise they got nothing. All this sounds pretty silly to you and me. It sounded pretty silly to the monkeys too. They absolutely hated having to do this upside-down nonsense day after day. It made them giddy, standing on their heads for hours on end. Sometimes, the two small monkey children would faint with so much blood going into their heads, but Mr. Twit didn't care about that. He kept them practicing for six hours every day, and if they didn't do as they were told, Mrs. Twit would soon come running with her beastly stick. The Roly-Poly Bird to the Rescue Mugglewump and his family longed to escape from the cage in Mr. Twit's garden and go back to the African jungle where they came from. They hated Mr. and Mrs. Twit for making their lives so miserable. They also hated them for what they did to the birds every Tuesday and Wednesday, Fly away, birds, they used to shout, jumping about in the cage and waving their arms. Don't sit on that big dead tree. It's just been smeared all over with sticky glue. Go and sit somewhere else. But these were English birds and they couldn't understand the weird African language the monkeys spoke. So they took no notice and went on using the big dead tree and getting caught for Mrs. Twit's bird pie. Then one day, a truly magnificent bird flew out of the sky and landed on the monkey cage. Good heavens, cried all the monkeys together. It's the roly-poly bird. What on earth are you doing over here in England, roly-poly bird? Like the monkeys, the roly-poly bird came from Africa, and he spoke the same language as they did. I've come for a holiday, said the roly-poly bird. I like to travel. He fluffed his marvelous colored feathers and looked down rather grandly at the monkeys. For most people, he went on, flying away on holiday is very expensive. But I can fly anywhere in the world for nothing. Do you know how to talk to these English birds? Mugglewump asked him. Of course I do, said the roly-poly bird. It's no good going to a country and not knowing the language. 
Then we must hurry, said Mugglewump. Today is Tuesday, and over there you can already see the revolting Mr. Twit up the ladder, painting sticky glue on all the branches of the big dead tree. This evening, when the birds come in to roost, you must warn them not to perch on that tree, or they will be made into bird pie. That evening, the roly-poly bird flew around and round the big dead tree, singing out, There's sticky stuff all over the tree. If you land on the branches, you'll never get free. So fly away, fly away, stay up high, or you'll finish up tomorrow in hot bird pie. Oh, so let's see if it worked. Let's see if next week the birds listened to the roly-poly bird and there is no bird pie on Wednesday. Let's see what happens. Okay, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And enjoy the rest of your day.